From the day I found you, I knew you were special, Kia. The Force is strong in the lineage of the Jedi, after all. But you... You could be so much more. What will your legacy be? Will you become my greatest achievement? Or will you live on in another way? You've never heard of the Millennium Fault? Should I have? It's a ship that made the castle less than 12 parsecs. Hey everyone, and welcome to Castle Run Weekly. My name is Danny. I'm Heather. And today we're joined by a really special guest, um, Anthony Pietro Monaco. I won that bet. You did. <laughs> I'm glad you're saying it too, because I can't say it. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> um, he is the writer and director for a phenomenal Star Wars film that's actually making a lot of headway right now. Got picked up, uh, actually recognized by SciFi.com. Um, and a lot of other sites, which is really, really cool. So congrats on that, man. In 10 days. Yes. Well, thanks, guys. I appreciate you guys having me. Um, what was your favorite part about the film? Oh, let's see. I liked when she opened her eyes and she's surrounded by the masters, you know, everywhere. And she's holding her brother's legacy. And that's the moment that you're like, yep. That was my favorite moment. Uh, I absolutely loved really everything about yeah, it. Yeah, but I love the I love the 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 part where you really see it click for her when it, she's in total darkness. Yes. Um, and it, where the master thinks he's got a one up on her, where he's kind of playing with the darkness back and forth, and then out of nowhere, she's like, "You know what? Enough's enough." And you see that change in her face. Turns and off the lightsaber. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like, most impressive. I'm like, yes. yes. <laughs> I love that. I love that this was from a, a different point of view that we normally get from the canon films, where we all we always see the Jedi side of things. Um, but this time we get to see the Sith training um, in, in a different light. Um, and I actually was wondering, what inspired you to take that approach? Uh, well, about a year, year and a half ago, I was in New York talking to a uh, director of photography buddy of mine, um, and he was saying how cool it would be if we made a film that only was lit by lightsabers. And that was kind of like the basis of the idea. And then we were like, okay, so how can we make that make sense? And like one of the things that was always kind of like bugged me about um, Star Wars was that the, the villains are always kind of like one dimensional. It's like they're evil just because they're evil. So we dove in and looked at like the Sith doctrine and like the philosophy behind uh, the Sith teachings. And it, it wasn't evil. It was more like selfish. It was more utilitarian or sociopathic, Ambitious. you know? And yeah, exactly. It was, it was more about, it was, it's kind of like, if you look at, um, liken it to um, like Satanism or uh, Luciferianism, um, they have the same kind of philosophy. It's more about like empowering the individual to get whatever they want Mm -hmm. than it was about go out and just Kill you know, be terrible to everyone, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> so we were like, okay, so that's cool. So we kind of combined those two ideas. It was like we wanted to use the darkness as kind of like a practical element because like in a scene that's only lit by lightsabers, uh, it's, a, it's a weapon, 
but it's also a tactical disadvantage to use it because if you're turning it on, turn it off, you know, you give away your position. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was like a combination of those two things that, that kind of like led to it. And with this, the script grew from there. I love it. And I love that uh, one of the very first, like you were saying, the duplicitous nature of, you know, you don't just have to be one thing, even if you're a Sith, but he's talking about the balance, you know, and you don't hear that very often from somebody on the dark side. Right. And, you know, there's a lot of speculation flying around the internet right now too, about like what the the nature of his background is. Is he a Sith? Is he a gray Jedi? Like how does he give himself up and become a, a force ghost at the end? And, uh, you know, my response to that is like, well, you know, Darth Vader, you know, was able, mm-hmm. even though, I mean, in technically Darth Vader, I suppose you call him a great Jedi, but uh, even Sorza Sin, who, who authored the Sith Code, was formerly a Jedi. So um, I think there's a lot more of, of the master's background to be explored, which we would, of course, love to explore, given the opportunity. <laughs> I mean, you got to now. <laughs> yeah, I've seen many comments where people are begging for more. So now you're you've got you've started it. <laughs> I mean, you're all in now. <laughs> well, you know, I, I think it's it's the internet, right? Uh, and the the connection between content creators and the audience is is closer now than it ever has been before. So uh, I'm sure that there's a platform out there somewhere. Um, where that's possible, where we could make like a feature length or a, or a series um, of this. And we certainly have the material on our end. It's just, uh, you know, at a certain point, it comes down to resources. Resources, but, right. Yeah, we are willing and able. <laughs> right. That is awesome. But with well, content that you've already come up with, I mean, you would think that people will probably be helping you out pretty soon because people are really liking this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's crazy. We've got like a, I think a 98% approval rating on YouTube, which among Star Wars fans is kind of nuts. It's insane. You know, the, uh, George <laughs> Lucas himself said that the only person, people that hate Star Wars the most are, are Star Wars fans. You know, not because they hate it, but because it's they're very, very critical. They um, are. As am I, you know. You watch the prequels, you watch uh, even The Force Awakens and Lots of criticism, you know. Definitely, but also we only did we had ten minutes, so I'm sure. <laughs> right, we would get a few more comments. Right, well, well, and, and like I said, I mean, the premise of the whole thing was was just, I mean, phenomenal because I mean, it, it, it's something that you don't normally get to see, and it's also a point of view that most people don't know that they want until it's given to them. Um, I, I'm being one of them uh, because when I was watching it and everything, I was like, okay, cool. It's another Jedi training, all this other kind of stuff. And then it opens immediately with the Sith code. And I'm like, Ooh, okay. <laughs> like I was, I was completely in it when it started there. Um, and one thing that I really, really liked uh, that I thought was so interesting was the, the lightsabers, um, especially the master's lightsaber. That's not something that has been, toyed with in canon or anything like that as far as they're not actually being a mechanism he's literally wielding the crystal um and i was wondering what your inspiration for that was um well a long time ago i saw a piece of key art um of a really rudimentary lightsaber and i think i don't know for myself like I've always been, lightsabers were my favorite part of Star Wars. I think there are a lot of people who feel that way. I just thought it was super cool. And um, 
they've never really explained where they came from, you know? And then like anything, I think an origin story is interesting. So um, we were able to take some creative liberties with that. And we really wanted to make something that looked more like, you know, what would the first lightsaber look like? And then we saw, you know, in The Force Awakens, you saw Kylo Ren's lightsaber and it's this like super unstable uh, thing. And we're like, okay, so that's clearly the direction that we want to go. And so uh, we wanted it to be um, almost as if the master was like, uh, it was by like the sheer force of will that he was able to keep this thing contained and that that thing is dangerous. You know, we wanted, whenever if you look at lightsabers, I mean, there's like not a more dangerous sword out there. Just, it, it was like this really cool uh, idea. And we were like, well, how can we, how can we visually emphasize that? And, you know, um, and so we added the lens flares and we added the sparks and we really wanted it to feel like this thing was like uh, very near breaking apart at any given moment. But like, it was just this, you know, the master figuratively and literally was, was like the ultimate user of it. So that was kind of like the, the thought process behind. Well, it came across. It was amazing. It definitely did. I love the, uh, how, how unstable it cool. was. Um, the, the, just the visual effect of it, uh, the sparks and everything, it really added a lot to it. Um, visually. And I mean, it was, it was awesome. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm kind of fanboying a little bit, but <laughs> it was, it was really, really cool. Um, no, and I, yeah. Um, and it was, it was really cool because I mean, in I'm, I'm going to get a little, I mean, not a little nerd. I'm a very large nerd, but no. um, I mean, it, it, it kind of brought me back to my childhood though. Cause I mean, like my siblings, we played with lightsabers in the dark. So we did those scenes to a degree. I mean, as much as our parents would allow us to, um, but it was, it was cool seeing that. Cause that's how you imagine it when you're doing this and you're the Jedi master and all this other kind of stuff. And just that imagination that star Wars gives you, like that's what you envision as a kid and seeing that put to a film, um, seeing a fellow fan even put that on screen as awesome as it looked. Um, bravo, man. <laughs> it was Thanks, awesome. Man. No, I mean, I think, you know, it's, it's like, it touches all of us from a childhood level. Like nobody really got paid on this. Um, I mean, I, I myself spent like, nine months in post like tracing all those lightsabers in every and there's you know 24 frames in a second and you know we there's a lightsaber in pretty much every shot and it's 10 minutes long so what program um, did you use there's a lot of work so one thing that's really cool um i'm not sure if you guys have ever heard of uh, andrew kramer video co-pilot but uh basically there's a guy out there who um created a plugin for after effects adobe after effects for lightsabers and there's like this fully customizable thing um, that really took out a lot of work um, in, in designing the effects. Um, so we used um, After Effects and we used the, the Video Copilot Saber plugin. And, uh, and I think you're gonna end up seeing a lot more People lightsabers as a result of what he released about a year ago. Yeah, it's still a substantial amount of work. Don't get me wrong, and especially like we didn't just use that. You know, we added the the flares and the sparks right. and all that stuff. But um, but it was uh, it's really cool that software is making this really accessible now in a way that you know before ILM you know was the industry standard, and now those tools are available to just some guy on the internet. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> but um, yeah, I was sitting there because. Um, I don't do it on your level, but, um, you know, I play with stuff 
And uh, so I, I was sitting there looking at all of it going, what setting? <laughs> <You know? laughs> so, well, I'll, send, I'll take a screenshot. We'll send it to you. There you go. <laughs> it's fun. We'll fun have fun. lightsabers in every episode from now yes. on. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool. So in, in, in actually going with the whole filmmaking process and everything, um, I did want to ask, like, what – what advice do you have to an aspiring filmmaker um, wanting to get into Star Wars or any sci-fi kind of thing? Um, how to get started, really? Well, uh, I think the first thing that you need is to be excited about something. I mean, really excited about it. The uh, A wise person once told me that if you can get excited about something, then you can get somebody else excited about something. So the first thing I think to do is, is really find something that you're passionate about and that is going to carry you through because if you're not like 100% in uh, all those nights and weekends, whenever you could be out with your friends or doing something else um, and you're dedicating that to this, that excitement, that like core, you know, kyber crystal you got inside you, you know, that's the thing that's going to keep you going. So start there. Um, and that if it's Star Wars or, or something else, I mean, me personally, um, I like doing things that have an audience. Uh, I like, I want people to see my work. I don't want to just do like content for content's sake. Um, so I, I would pick something that you know that people are going to watch that you can engage with the community and you can like have a conversation. Your, your content is going to be judged based on what people know about something that's similar. So find, I think a group out there that's going to respect and appreciate your idea and then just commit yourself, you know, be practical, um, figure out if you have an iPhone and that's what you're going to shoot on. Just uh, be mindful of the resources that you have available and then, you know, do the best job that you can. And I think whatever you're doing will grow from there. Awesome. That's, that's really great advice. Um, so I did wonder, so even outside of this story, um, is there a new canon? So, so our current canon Skywalker saga, is there a character in that new canon that you would want to make a fan film about? Yeah, man. I, I, I would say it. I think uh, Kylo Ren is the natural response, but um, I, I'm really, I'd like to see more of these side stories. I mean, you're talking about a galaxy far, far away. And I think um, Rogue One was cool um, in that it started to explore people that aren't part of the Skywalker line or exactly. related to it in any way. And it's like, I don't think that we need, I, I don't like stories where the characters are invulnerable. It's like in The Last Jedi, I'm 98% sure Ren's going to make it, or Ray's <laughs> going to make it, uh, and Kylo Ren is going to are going to make it. And, you know, there's, there's a certain, um, it's like uh, safety that comes in that. People love Game of Thrones because you see, a character you fall in love with the character and that character is vulnerable they could go down at any minute and it's oh, like yeah. whenever you're you're telling these stories that are more like franchise based and they have these huge arcs i don't i think it uh, eliminates your ability to, to create really um compelling really make strong decisions i think mm -hmm. so uh i would love to see more stuff about like the knights of the old republic i would love to see more stuff that, about characters that have nothing to do with the Skywalker lineage or anything related to it. Just, you know, pick a story on Coruscant. Pick, it's, it's so much untapped potential uh, to explore. Like, just have fun. You know, you don't, need to, you don't need to go through the similar territory. I don't think you do. 
Definitely. We've been advocates for the Old Republic since the beginning. <laughs> like, we, I need to see Darth Revan. I have to see Darth Revan. <laughs> it needs to happen. Um, yeah, somebody just commented on our YouTube. It was like, if we, if these guys talking about us could make a Darth Revan uh, story, oh my God, that'd be so great. You know, and we're like, yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> Do it, please. <laughs> that would be, ama- I would watch that all day long, like on repeat. <laughs> and I, I don't think you're in the minority. I think that most of these, like we, I think what the thing is, is that when we were kids, we watched Star Wars. And even if you watch the prequels, you were a kid when you watched Star Wars. And now we're older, you know, like our perspective on Star Wars has matured. And so the stories should mature with us. We should dive into more darker, more violent themes. And because like you're talking about the force, right? It's like yin and yang. There's a whole perspective. And that's like, you know, to go back to what we were talking about earlier, like the Sith, you've got this gap, this huge gap of stuff that's unexplored because mm-hmm. people play it safe. Let's, let's not do that. I don't, let's not play it safe anymore. Yes, absolutely. I completely agree with you. Because I mean, just imagine how much more the Star Wars universe could be if I mean, and not necessarily saying adopting the Game of Thrones method, because <laughs> then we would lose a character just about every week. Um, but I mean, even still, like just that 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 vulnerability that you were talking about, um, I feel like that would compel the story even more, make you fall in love with characters even more, because that's the one you're rooting for. And even though they're not safe, it's fine. You want them to make it. You want them to have their goal realized. Um, and I feel like higher stakes in the Star Wars universe could really change it. Um, I definitely want a TV series Star Wars. I mean, I want everything Star Wars, if we're being honest. But but a TV series of some kind, um, with, with of course, with you directing it, Anthony. Of course. Uh, oh, yes, thank you. <laughs> um, I mean, I think that would be incredible. Because, um, I mean, the animated seasons are amazing. Don't get me wrong. I love them. Um, but I'm ready for some live action kind of stuff for TV and everything. I think that would be really, really awesome for sure going Anything. forward. And it can be done, you know, like we did this finance out of our back pockets. You know what I mean? I mean, we're scrappy and like there were, it took a long time because we didn't have a ton of resources, but um, it can be done. It it doesn't have to cost a bajillion dollars, you know? Right. Let us do it. it. (laughs) There you go. See, willing fans. That's what we need. (laughs) So how long did it take? We had a question. Somebody wanted to know how long it took you to make this film. So back, uh, we started on Back to the Future Day. Um, that was the first discussion that was had, ironically. And <laughs> then, uh, so it was released on July 10th. So that was about, um, I don't know, a year, year and a half. Wow. That's awesome. That's amazing to do out of your back pocket with a few resources. Well, yeah, so just the story of the production, we had a music video that we were shooting up around Yosemite. Um, and then... Uh, we had the crew, we had the gear. And so we were like, let's just tack the Star Wars shoot onto the end of it. Uh, and so um, everybody basically volunteered that was on the crew. It's about uh, 15 people. And um, we had this one location, it's a funny story. We had this one location um, picked out called Mono Lake. It was this really crazy alien looking place. And uh, the day before, like we were wrapping the music video, like on the top of this mountain in Yosemite, I get this phone call and it's like, we have 70 mile an hour winds in Mono Lake. Um, and we were lighting the scene with a big balloon. That's how we like lit the background. Yeah. And so that wasn't going to work. 
So we had to like <laughs> scramble to find another location before the storm got there. And so uh, we ended up shooting in this reservoir, like found it an hour before the sun went down. We had to take a houseboat like out onto the reservoir so we could get the location. And we ended up shooting at that place, you know, until the sun came up. It was like the nick of time, just barely made it work. You know, but, wow. You know, That's uh, cool. It works out. That's impressive. <laughs> <laughs> That's really impressive. That's really okay. cool. The force was with us. Yes, determination yes. will always find a way. Yes. <laughs> It was that's really cool. Oh, definitely. It was definitely meant to be. <laughs> um, so, so you had mentioned earlier that you had some, you had some outside story for um, expanding on this fan film. Um, is there anything that you can tell us that may be coming up next? Well, um, related to this project. Yes. Or, or anything that you're doing. Yeah. Well, we're um, to segue and, and, just talk about something else real quick. I have we have a feature that we're in pre-production for right now, um, and hopefully that gets uh, everything moves forward according to plan. I don't want to jinx it, so that's all I'll say about that. <laughs> but um, the regarding Dark Legacy, you know, if we were to be able to move forward with that, we would definitely explore more of the backstory um, of the Sith Master, where he came from, uh, why he made certain decisions, her brother. Um, their relationship, and it would also follow her escape uh, from this place. And what we really want to do is, um, right now at the end of the story, we deliberately left it on a note where it's like, you didn't know if Kia was good or bad, um, but that she used the dark side sort of as a practical element for survival, which mm -hmm. is what the Sith Master wanted. Um, and so where she goes from there, you know, is, is what we are, what is the story that we would want to tell and why. So um, that's the most I think that I can safely say about that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. That's awesome. I was actually talking with Heather before the podcast about um, how the film ended, where you have that shot of the, the master's helmet. And then all of a sudden she has it, has the lightsaber in her hand and then just activates it. And it was just like, Oh, did, wait, did she just give in? What ha I loved, love that. Cause like, I mean, like you said, it leaves it wide, wide open. Um, very exciting. <laughs> I mean, I, I will be following it for sure. If you guys do it, I'm in. <laughs> yeah, we're in. Awesome. No, we'd love to nothing more, you know? I mean, Star Wars, like to work on this also, I should say like with creative control uh, mm -hmm. without any influence to, and the ability to take risks. I mean, um, I wonder if we would ever get that opportunity again. I'd say we probably wouldn't if it was to move forward, unless there's just mm -hmm. some, you know, benevolent soul out there who just wanted to give us a bunch of money. And if you're out there, you know, <laughs> yeah. let's, talk. Cough, let's cough, get a PO box. <laughs> let's give out a PO box number. And then, uh, right. <laughs> well, we're very easy to get in touch with. I guess. <laughs> website. Um, but you know, uh, it's a, uh, it's a big franchise. And I think Disney has a lot of, um, invested interest in, in making it the best thing possible. And, and, you know, we're, we're on board with all that. So. so, so it's probably a silly question, but if you were approached by Lucasfilm, Kathleen Kennedy, would you take a star Wars story? Oh, 100%. Um, you know, and, and we're, we want, we like, I, I, I hope it was evident in the work, but uh, we got a lot of respect for this material, you know, uh, Star Wars has a spiritual quality to it. 
I think that's why so many people are into it. Um, more so than any other franchise in the world, I would go so far as to say. And I think it's because it's got a, um, you know, a religious quality to it. Like people take it and interpret it like people would if they went to church. They're talking about the same kinds of things. And um, and I think it because it resonates with so many people because it's like so true to life, right? the, the, the force, the light side, the dark side, you know, what, how, what, you know, what, color are you in that moral spectrum? Um, I think that's what is most important to me about it. And, uh, you know, the opportunity to, to have a conversation in those terms, uh, continue to have a conversation in those terms. That's, that's why I got into filmmaking. I want to tell stories that are allegorical that, um, that allow people to interpret more about like, why they're here and why they're doing what they're doing and but not for me to tell them why they're here and what they're doing but to create a conversation a framework about um what's important about that that's that's the juice you know oh that's awesome <laughs> that's really cool so heather did you have any more questions or anything okay so she's all burned up right and that right. is just an awesome visual and i want to know how you pulled that off without, I don't know. It's like sickening because, <laughs> you know, I mean, she's getting burned all the time, but also, I don't know. It's compelling in a way. And I was just wondering how you did that. <laughs> well, no, I think, uh, you know, on a practical level, uh, we had a really cool makeup effects team on it. Uh, my girlfriend is actually a special effects makeup artist. Her name is Mo Beinhart. Um, she also works for The Walking Dead. And uh, wow. among other things, um, very, very talented. I encourage you to look her up. Um, and uh, so we were talking about Kia's character. We wanted you to feel something for her right away. We wanted, and, and going back to that vulnerability, we wanted you to feel like she had something to lose, that she was vulnerable, that she was a student, that she has made mistakes, that she uh, as it, is at risk of making more mistakes. Um, and the, the way we wanted to represent that was with the lightsaber burn, you know, uh, because one, you would never, I don't think you've ever seen a lightsaber burn really. Um, I was thinking about that. Jedi should be much more scarred. Right. Well, <laughs> and the other two is like, that thing is, that thing's dangerous. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's like flipping around some light. Like how have we, often have you done that with a flashlight? Has that ever like crossed over? I'm pretty sure it has. You know? Exactly. <laughs> Conk it into my head, and it's not even the light part. <laughs> so. There was one really funny uh, comment on one of the photos because we have that photo of Kia with the lightsaber, mm -hmm. and she's like, "Is that from when she got tired and the lightsaber hit her arm?" <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I had to laugh at that one. I yeah. have a, a little story of my own. I have an eleven-year-old that is a Star Wars geek. So he was watching the video. I said, come watch this video with me. And so he watched the whole thing and he oohed and awed, you know how you do. And I said, so what'd you think? And he, he told me and we had it because this is before I got the about. Because um, there is about on their website. So if you want any background, go check that out because that's where we'll I definitely went. definitely posted in the link. For yeah, sure. the parasite is mm -hmm. very amazing. So, um, he, and then I was like, so if you had any questions for, I don't know, maybe the director or, <laughs> uh, he, he was like, 
I don't know, you know, where'd the story come from, blah, blah, blah. And, and I, I told him, and he goes, no way! <laughs> That's awesome. So I just wanted you to know that you, you have know. a little yeah. fan. He's your little fan. <laughs> well, I respect, I appreciate it. He wants like a, a I don't know, we can get send him something, a poster. He would take it. He's, oh, Absolutely. he's, oh man. <laughs> He would love that, but he's Definitely just send me like your info. We'll, we'll do that. Okay. Sure. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. <laughs> Thank you. So, um, I just wanted you to know that it's not just adults, but, uh, even, you know, it even reaches people that are young and they don't understand everything, but they do get it. Well, that's fantastic. I mean, that's, that's the dream. I, I can't be happier about that. That's awesome. All right, guys. So that is our show. Um, Anthony, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. No, thanks for having me, guys. And please, uh, if anybody has any questions or wants to learn more about the lore and some of the decisions we made or the cast or the crew or any of that stuff, uh, go to StarWarsDarkLegacy.com. Check us out on Facebook. Uh, it's Facebook.com forward slash StarWarsDarkLegacy. We'd love to uh, hear from you guys. We'd love to participate with you. Uh, we deal with this all for anybody who loves Star Wars. So let us know what you think. Absolutely. Guys, and, and be sure to check them out. Uh, they're awesome guys, uh, awesome team, uh, awesome film. I mean, just awesome in general. Uh, everything's really cool about it. Definitely go to their website. Uh, like Heather was saying about the in the about section, they've got a whole lot of backstory, a little bit more that really enhances the film a lot. Uh, so definitely check that out. And uh, again, thank you. I can't thank you enough. <laughs> I really appreciate you coming on. <laughs> thank you, guys. Really appreciate being on. Thank you. Yeah. And so, and if you're not already connected with us, guys, connect with us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, Snapchat. I know so many places at Kessel Run Weekly. Um, and if you want to find us all in one place, visit KesselRunWeekly.com. Um, we'll have all our social media stuff up there, as well as our episodes, articles that we post, and things like that. Um, so, yeah. So make sure you check out KesselRunWeekly.com for all your Star Wars stuff. Um, and until next time, guys. My name is Danny. I'm Heather. And may the force be with you. <laughs>